Hey, hey, everyone. It is JNA from the Let's Get Loud podcast. Hello, hello, Alicia. I feel like we just talked about all the things that we're doing in the next two weeks, but did we discuss what we're talking about on this podcast? No, we did not. Boop, 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 boop. Um, listen, though, I um, I do have a really, so I've been like planning ahead, of course, because we're we're on vacation, you guys, um, end of March. And I was like thinking of my solo podcasts, but we could steal one of my solo podcast topics and uh, I'll come up with like another one if if we have to. Is there anything that you feel like you would want to talk about today? No, I think that's very generous of you to share one of your solo podcast ideas. I like that for us. Okay, well, perfect. Let's do that then. Um, okay, so how about, um, I, I, now I'm thinking, did I already talk about this on a podcast? Did we ever talk about that girl that they they did that Biggest Loser Challenge at work? I think we did a, a live about it that day. I was like, let's go live and let's talk about that. So I'm, I'm thinking, I really want to talk. Yes, we were live on your couch when that happened. Um, let's do a podcast on that. So here's the thing. So this, this girl said that she, um, at her work, they were doing a biggest loser challenge. So those were the words that were used, right? So, but it's fine. Like, let's keep going. (laughs) So there's, there was a biggest loser challenge at work. And then she said, I'm already, it starts Monday and I already see myself thinking differently about how I'm going to behave this weekend before we get weight on Monday. And I think it was like a six week thing or whatever. And then there was like, obviously money involved and like, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I have so much to say. I have so much to say. And obviously I was still like, I'm still shocked that in 2023, but honestly, just like I said in the last podcast, I was still shocked that that PT sent my friend that info for her to lose weight in 2023 about the fruit Like, you know, I make some, can I say, can I be honest? Sometimes I make that real about fruit that like, we were afraid of fruit and we were 10 years ago. Oh, but like, but like, absolutely. absolutely. But then I'm like, there's no way this is still relatable. Like, that's what I think when I make these reels. Okay. Sometimes that I'm like, ah, this is not really relatable. There's no way that people still think that. So there you go. Because, okay. And it also, here's the thing, people that are training. For a bikini body competition, we'll have those rules about fruit. And then all of a sudden, us regular humans are following the rules of someone that's training for a bikini body competition and is three weeks out from their comp. Like, yeah, it, you need to ask yourself that. Yeah. Am so, I in a bikini yeah. body competition? If the answer yeah. is no, it doesn't matter when you eat the fruit. Oh my God, please, everyone. So, that's why I was just shocked by this information that is in 2023. And then still kind of in shock that a person at a workplace is like, this is society, like this is acceptable in society. Like, I'm like, whoa, like uh, that's a little behind. I I mean, you and I are so dialed into that and what, you know, and not everyone, not everyone is, not everyone is dialed into the way things are going or not going in this industry and world. And some people are like, okay, let's just do this thing. I, I see. I mean, at the end of the day, we are just all human. So we come up, you know, we come to the human party with our baggage and what we think. Yeah. Um, and and I'm like, okay, well, this is just a human. That's like not mal- like no bad intentions behind yeah. it. It's like, oh, I'm going to help people get motivated. And, but I'm like, how is this person not knowing that there are, consequences or, or that it's not socially accepted right now 
Like there are things like that's not socially accepted to do a biggest loser at work with weight loss. Like we get, we, we get people that don't even want to talk to us because weight loss is a part of our name of our program. Yet there's biggest loser happening at certain workplace. That's where I'm like, wow, this is very interesting because clearly weight loss is not a taboo subject in this workplace, but then we can't even have conversations with people at workplaces because we say weight loss. See how like not everyone's on the same page here. No, no, no. Not everyone is on the same page. And right now there's something really interesting going on where, you know, there's the whole body positivity movement and it's almost like not okay to say I want weight loss. Like you were like chastised if you want weight loss for yourself. Yeah. So it's like an interesting time. And yet diets are still going strong. Chastised? Chastised? Chastised. Yeah. Chastised. Chast. Don't ask me how to spell it. No. no. Uh, and and you use that like as in like they crucified. Yeah, like like you're criticized. Criticized. Okay. Chastised. I love uh, it. Yeah, it's interesting. And you know what I really want to talk about? And and this is so I think when we really highlight this, and when we made the decision at our locations to eliminate the scale. These were the conversations we were having with our members. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were saying, listen, our intentions behind removing the scale is to remove potentially triggering things that are going to make you or trigger you to have diet behaviors. behaviors. And we highlighted those diet behaviors. And as I'm talking in front of this crowd and I'm highlighting diet behaviors that were triggered from having a scale at on a certain day, they were all nodding. And oh, that's a, 1 million percent. And that's what's happening at this biggest loser competition. So a specific diet behavior that I would see happening, I'm sure, I think it was like the, the Sunday of Super Bowl too, wasn't it? Everyone is eating like an asshole on that Sunday. They're basically mm-hmm. trying to weigh as much as possible to start the biggest loser challenge. Just that right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just that. And then what's happening as you get closer to your Friday morning weigh-in yeah. at work? What's happening? Yeah. You are acting, you're eating egg whites, you're having the hot bath, yeah. you're not drinking any water, you're yeah. taking off your, you're basically your coworkers are going to see your nipples because you're not going to wear a bra to, to get on the scale. Yeah. Not it, you guys like, so it's not like, again, the intentions aren't, they're like, oh, it just like creates fun and, and, and motivation for people to, to lose weight. And I'm like, that's not motivation. Like that's pressure. That's and 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 I think I mean maybe the not the intention but the the purpose is different. I am not here to pressure you into weight loss. That is not the service I provide. I am not here to make you feel like you have to do certain things and people seem to think that that is necessary for weight loss. Like how many people say like I just need a little bit more like uh, push, but then push yourself and make that your standard and your values. I don't need anyone to push me to go to spin. That's a part of my values and my standards for myself that I'm going to move my body. Have those work on those yourself, you know? Yeah. You wait. I really don't love the idea that some people have that they need another human being to be accountable to, or to see their weight on the scale, or, you know, that I really truly believe that that's a limiting belief. And 
it is super common that people perform better when they're in an environment or a community of like-minded yes. people. Absolutely. So find your tribe and surround yourself by them and be inspired by them. But yeah. there's a very big difference between that and like, I need to be accountable to this person. So what your coach, okay, there's time and place for a coach, but can be mean to you if you don't like I know, Alicia, you know how I feel about this. Yeah. And you're like in trouble if you get on the scale and you, yeah. Think, what yeah. did you do? I mean, think about that. You're like being literally punished. Like it's like you did something bad. You're a child. Like that, that, why are we treating people that way? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and I think that it's, I get, uh, so people would be like, I, I I'm successful because I'm getting on a scale in front of someone else. And I'm like, if you think that, if you think it's literally that now, does it create some sort of accountability in your head of like, oh, this is happening. And it reminds you of your goals and whatever different, uh, different scenario here. But it's the, if you literally think I have to do, that's what's dangerous about that sentence. I, if you are thinking I have to count calories. I have to be on a meal plan. I have to have someone that blah, blah, blah. you are putting so many like limits to what you need for weight loss. And you're never going to get that long-term success. And I've had people, we've had people come and get weed, never stay for meetings. Don't listen to one meeting and they're not successful. No. Or I've had people come only for the scale and sit and not listen they're not working on anything else all week. All they do is remind themselves I'm getting weight on Saturday. Yeah. And I knew that they were not behaving authentically or learning and unlearning Yeah, because they would come and get weighed and say things like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. I'm like, Oh, because you're not in a calorie deficit. Like, you know what I mean? And they're like, what's a calorie deficit? I'm like, you are not listening. You don't even know where the videos are. You're just coming in. You think that the magic is in the scale and coming to get weighed. And then, then this happens. I didn't have a good week, so I didn't go. Oh, and I'm like, that's when I know that we're not creating a sustainable journey here. You were putting too much emphasis on getting on that scale. Honestly, not having a scale makes me so happy. Like I'm, it I was know. time. It yeah. took a little bit of time for sure to like pull the pins that you view, but oh man, it feels good. Like I arrive, I give my message. This is our purpose. This is what we do. And if they got weight at home yesterday, today, whatever, and like, I think that that we had created humans and behaviors and beliefs that they were like, we're ready. You know what I mean? So it was good. I felt good about good. it. So proud of that. You know, uh, imagine guys, us as a weight loss program, taking away the scales at our location. You yeah. know, we have evolved as a business. This has been 11 years. So yeah. we've evolved our beliefs. Uh, our values have always been the same, yes. but we've evolved in the service we provide. And I think even more and more now it's more just that we're confident. We're more confident with the, it, it was a lot scarier maybe. That, like that. Well, well it's, it, I think the thing is you guys, and it's just being super real and vulnerable is that my, my beliefs, our beliefs, well, my beliefs, because I was the one that started it 11 years ago have evolved. It's the beliefs that have evolved. I also believed that you needed to be weighed every week. Yeah. And I'm not going to hide that. I believe that. Why? Because of the friggin' diet industry, you guys. So I have evolved. This is the showing how no one's 
everyone's beliefs need to evolve to get closer to what makes sense, to what really feels right, you know? And in order for you to evolve in your beliefs, you have to create awareness. It's the only way I had to unlearn so much to be able to grow so much in the past, you know, whatever years. So um, now that our beliefs are where they are and we've, we share our beliefs with, with our people and we share how this has made us such a different way of showing up a way that we never thought possible. We're so happy. We get to share that now. And then we have to, we get to create a service that provides that now. Absolutely. And, you know, we guys, we highlighted kind of the behavior like before you would get on the scale, but then let's also talk about the behavior after you get on the scale. Like how many people go right from the scale uh, and definitely don't drink any water on a Saturday morning and must go pee right before and, and that's and must before. wear the exact same thing every Absolutely. single time. And that's the before, before behavior. But then let's talk about the after behavior. You get on the scale. Then what do you do? You go and you like get McDonald's and there's nothing wrong with you getting McDonald's on a Saturday morning. That's not what I'm saying. It's that you're like, okay, did all the restrictive things. Now I'm ready to give her. Now it's my cheat day. I'm going to, you know, consume in excess. And then you start that cycle over. It's that, it's that relationship with the scale in your journey. So you're like, if I lost weight, I deserve McDonald's or I, you know, I want McDonald's and it's like, why is that like, and I was that person. So that's why it's like, I see, I see it though. And I know it. And the reason why I was that person is because I'd been in the diet industry for so long, for so long. And I was still Jose that lost weight her way though, but her way was very diety because that's all she knew you guys. So it, we, we need to go back and say like, I was only human living this experience. And that's why we can share how we share because of this, uh, this progression in, in how we live life, you know? And you know what? I've also had moments where I get on the scale and I'm mad at what yeah. the scale says to me. And I, I, oh, I'll prove you wrong. I might, might as well eat all the things because this isn't yeah. working. Like just all yeah. of those like thoughts and behaviors, thoughts. guys. And, and I love Jose, how you're saying like, we're not saying you're a bad person and it's no. very typical actually to oh, have yes. It's these thoughts and it's very typical to behave in this way because of the diet industry and how we've always tried to lose weight in the past. And it has never been our job or our place to tell you what is right or wrong. We are just here to create a conversation and to say, Hey, did you have like, let's actually really think about these behaviors. Let's talk about them. And for the most part, when we highlight them, people are like, you know what? That's not who I want to be. Yeah. No, women absolutely. not going out with their friends that are all going out on a Friday night because they have a way in the next day. Like, no. Or you go and you're Picasso and you're not enjoying it. And you're like, I can't because I'm getting weight tomorrow morning. Guys, I've lived that life for like a bajillion years. Like it actually seems like I have lived that type of life longer than I've lived this life. It hasn't been the opposite yet. You know what I mean? So like, because I was so, and then it's like, it gets deeper. Why are you living that way? So afraid of weight gain. Like I got success this way. I don't want to lose it. Therefore, I'm so afraid of trying anything else. That, that right there also leads to the I need to. So if you lost your weight counting calories, but you actually hate counting calories. You're so afraid. You're afraid. You feel trapped. 
if yes. you, if you, you know, you lost your weight with eating no carbs or you lost your weight, not eating at night, or you lost your weight, you know, you were training for a marathon. You literally feel trapped. Look at us when we did the Tim Hortons thing. Tim Hortons. I even, thought of it. Yeah. Even us after Tim Hortons, we lost all that weight. And then we're going back to normal life. And you're like, oh shit, should I just go back on the Tim Hortons diet? Like, no, no. It, guys, it's insane how I was like, holy moly, two girls that knew what they were doing. We were so intentional in, in what, in that project and our brain still wanted to fuck with us. Like, so that's how strong that is. Like we knew we were going to eat Tim Hortons and it want like, we knew we were going to eat Tim Hortons all, like forever. We knew why we lost weight. We knew there's no magic in Tim Hortons and still our brains went there. And I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot even believe this is happening right now. So you can just imagine someone that is not as aware as we were, or even intentional in their project. Imagine what their brain is telling them. You have to go back to the broccoli and fish. You have to go back to that. Like we forget how a body loses weight and that we are in control and that we, and that weight loss is more complex than broccoli and fish. It really is you guys. Um, oh man, there's a lot to say there, huh? But it's just, we need, yeah, we need to realize that certain behaviors it's, and we're not being um, dramatic when we're saying that a biggest loser challenge is just feeding. Like it's literally feeding the diet industry and it's feeding those thoughts and beliefs. That's why I'm like, stop that. Don't do that. Because it's, even if you end up winning, even if you end up losing weight, you're feeding the diet industry and you're feeding those diet thoughts. So you'll never get to change your beliefs if you keep doing those things. And, and just the behaviors, the distorted, yeah. disordered behaviors around the things that we're doing in order to achieve that extreme weight loss. We yeah. all know what they are. We've all, many of us who have been a part of the diet industry yeah. have probably taken part in them. Yeah. And it's just that, that is just that cycle. And we yeah. want to end that cycle. Yeah. Cause you just, cause it's not needed and that is not accessible to you for the rest of your life. And the biggest loser happens, challenge is not as accessible for you for the rest of your life, no. What do you think happens? The minute that everyone gains their weight back, plus more, and people that the person that wanted felt deprived, then they just yeah. spiral. Yeah. yeah. And again, like look at look at us like gaining that weight back from the Tim Hortons challenge. Like that was Tim Hortons. It was 67 donuts. It was and I still gained the weight back because it was not. It doesn't align with my lifestyle. It doesn't align with how I want to show up. So it's just the proof is in the pudding. It's not in the, it's not in, it's not in the food. It's not the food. It's like how you live your life. How it's can you get louder? It's, the, in, the it's in the pudding. The proof is, is in the pudding actually. Oh, okay, everyone. Well, this was a fun conversation. No, it's a great chat. Okay. I'm going to take that off of my solo podcast list then. Try to replace that with something else. You're welcome, everyone. I am uh, pretty sure that brain of yours just has idea after idea after idea. All right. Okay. Well, love you. Appreciate you. Keep, please, please, please share our podcast so we can get to 1 million even faster. Thank you for listening, guys. Goodbye. Okay,